Welcome to a brand new episode of This Week in Apps. I'm Ariel from AppFigures, and here's your weekly roundup of the most interesting updates from the world of mobile apps and games. And as always, all the insights are timestamped, so you can skip around if you don't want to hear me go in order, if you're into that sort of thing. Amazon wrapped up its annual Prime Day event here in the US last week, and I was very curious to see how many new mobile shoppers it managed to bring. I'm curious about Amazon for two reasons. The first is simple. One of the first insights that I published oh so many years ago was about Prime Day. The other is that I'm interested in seeing if Amazon hit its peak or if there's more to conquer, which is a bit more relevant. Obviously, more demand is great for Amazon, but the way I see it, demand for Amazon really means demand for mobile shopping. It may not be easy for others to compete, but if we're easy, it wouldn't be fun, right? That's right. And just a brief glance at our download estimates answered my questions. We estimate that Prime Day 2022, which took place on July 12th and 13th, gave Amazon more than 370,000 new mobile users in the US. But that wasn't all. Looking at downloads, the excitement started a bit before. Almost a whole week before, downloads started rising the Friday before and didn't slow down until the Friday after. Our estimates put the entire week at around one and a half million new mobile users. That's a nice number, but the real question is simple. Is it higher than last year? And the answer is absolutely. 2022 had a slight bump of just around 30,000 new users above the daily average. And in 2021, downloads barely showed any signs of excitement on Prime Day. So coming into this, I really expect the downloads to be slow and boring, which means Amazon has reached its potential on mobile, has reached its prime. It wouldn't mean it's reached the end, but it means that it's now growing with the population as opposed to on its own. That, however, is not at all the case. The pandemic managed to change a lot of trends, and shopping is one of the top ones, which is great news for Amazon. But again, should also be seen as an opportunity for other retailers. Apple Pay and upcoming Apple Pay Later make purchasing easy. Higher gas prices make it easier to forgo a trip to the store. And the incredible speed at which goods go from pictures on our mobile phones to a box in our hands are ushering a new wave for mobile shopping. Now, I'm not saying online shopping. I'm specifically saying mobile shopping. Take note. Before we move on, take a second to hit the like button if you're still here. Thanks. Moving on, Snapchat did it. Last month, the folks at Snap released Snapchat Plus, a paid subscription that does pretty much nothing. Hmm? Well, I don't mean to be mean, but it really doesn't. Snapchat Plus gives users the ability to see new features before everyone else. So become beta testers. And it costs a whopping $3.99 every month if you want in on the action. When I initially saw this, I expected it to be a total flop. I mean, look at Twitter's numbers. Well, I don't think we can call it a flop once we consider Snapchat's numbers. Another reminder, Twitter could be doing much better, but that's for a different video altogether. According to our download estimates, Snapchat's new subscription has earned the yellow ghost about four and a half million dollars of net revenue since being rolled out just a few weeks ago. And that's right, just about two weeks ago. And my usual reminder, this is net revenue, which means what Snap gets to keep after Apple and Google take their fees. And speaking of Apple and Google, most of this revenue came from the App Store. I summed up the two in this chart to make it easy to see, but if I hadn't, you'd barely see the line denoting Google Play. And if you prefer numbers, Google Play accounted for roughly 4.5% of that total. Very minimal. But wait, we're not done just yet. We know the cost of the subscription, and we know the total, which means we can estimate the number of beta testers Snapchat has added with Snapchat Plus. 
The calculation shows Snapchat has 1.6 million paying subscribers right now in two weeks. That's a lot of testers. Snapchat has a very unique user base. It's what carried it all these years while it fumbled so many opportunities. And that user base is clearly still excited about the app enough to pay to see the future faster. As silly as I think charging for this is, I applaud Snap for trying and for succeeding. If you're a Snapchat Plus users, do you think it's worth it? Now, Snap isn't the only company trying to earn money with subscription these days. Telegram, the messaging tool that became indispensable during the war in Ukraine, decided it was time to get sustainable and rolled out a paid subscription tier for power users. Unlike Snapchat Plus, Telegram Premium actually gives something useful in return for your hard-earned cash, but not useful enough for most users, if you ask me. So Telegram Premium unlocks double limits, 4-gig file uploads, faster downloads, exclusive stickers and reactions, and a few more fun features like animated profile pictures. Fun? Considering Telegram's limits are already fairly generous, I don't expect this to be an immediate hit. But let's have a look at the data and see if I'm right or wrong. Since rolling out to users in late June, Telegram has earned $480,000 of net revenue. And again, that's net after store fees. Roughly 17% of that total came from Google Play, where Ukraine was the second biggest spender after the US. And the rest came from the App Store, where Ukraine was also the second biggest spender after Russia. This isn't Snapchat kind of money, but it's a decent start for a subscription tier that's targeting power and or bored users. Telegram's founder said all it needs is for 2 to 3% of its users to upgrade and that become sustainable. And you might be hearing 2% and thinking, oh, that's nothing. They should be able to get that in no time. Consider Telegram also claims to have 700 million users. So that's roughly 14 million paying subscribers. Not easy. I applaud companies that attempt to become sustainable by charging for their services. Look at us. It's not an easy task for many reasons. And the main one is that Investors got most of the tech industry to believe running a business is all about getting signups, which in turn got most people to expect everything to be free. This gets even more difficult when a company with an enormous user base that's used to things being free, like Telegram and Twitter, needs to ask its users for money. It's not working out as well for Twitter as we've seen in previous episodes, but starting is hard and I blame that for the low revenue here for Telegram. Give it some time, and I'm sure we'll see changes to what's offered for free, what's offered for a subscription, and I'm sure we'll see revenue grow. Next, when summer started, gym franchise Planet Fitness skyrocketed to the top of the App Store after offering access to teens for free for the summer by downloading their app. A campaign I thought was very clever at the time, and I actually still do. The early results of this campaign were amazing. Now, we're about midway through the campaign, and I'm curious to see how the app is doing right now. It doesn't have the ranks that it used to, so I know what to expect. According to our estimates, the campaign has earned Planet Fitness a total of 6.5 million downloads across the App Store and Google Play so far. The App Store was responsible for about 90% of those downloads, with Google Play making up the remaining 10%, which is not really surprising given everything we've seen so far, even just today. Looking at the trend, it's easy to see the ride is pretty much over at this point. Downloads, which hit 1.2 million on launch week, have declined to around 400,000 last week. That's about a third. With about a month remaining to this campaign, I expect one of two things to happen. Either Planet Fitness will let downloads drop and accept that the fun's done, or they'll make a focus push when there's, I want to say exactly a month to go. Month sounds like a good amount of time for me because it gives you enough time to push and enough time to see results. Now, 
They've done a great job so far, so I expect the latter, in which case we could see downloads jump back into the millions and the app rising back to the top of the App Store. And this is a good reminder that it's so important to analyze drops throughout any campaign. It could be fatigue, it could be an overall market trend, but it could just mean that you need to push harder. And the Mobile Download Index and Mobile Revenue Index, both free resources to developers, are a great way to tell if a drop is just you or if it's everyone. I'll link to both in the description below in case you haven't checked them out yet. And last for this week, Be Real is currently the most downloaded app in the US and it's been at that spot for quite a few days now. Long enough that I have to talk about it, even though I've talked about it twice already in the last few months. The last time I mentioned it in episode 110, and yes, I number these, I suggested that if it can remain relevant for just a little bit more, it could become a competitor to established platforms. Fast forward a few weeks and be real tops TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and well, everyone. It's number one right now, so it's above everyone. Will be real become a real challenger? Let's count those users and we'll get a better idea for that. Beeril posted its best week of downloads last week with 1.8 million new downloads across the App Store and Google Play, according to our estimates. The app's previous best was the week before, and the best week before that was the week before. There were a few dips along the way, but the general shape of Beeril's downloads this year are up and to the right, which is exactly what you want to have. According to our app intelligence, Beeril added almost 20 million new users since the beginning of 2022. About 85% of those came through the App Store and the rest through Google Play, which again is pretty consistent with everything we've talked about so far. Now, while massive, especially for an app that does one simple thing, this number is unlikely to scare the competition just yet, but it opens the door for Be Real to expand beyond its signature feature, the one feature, and that could make it sticky. What might it add? I think the answer is obvious, to me at least. Be Real is all about small circles, Big platforms are all about followers. See where I'm going here? I'll leave you with that thought. If you have any questions, let me know in the comments below. And you can also comment if you really like the lighting. If you're a developer, check out this live app teardown I did last week for tips on how to improve your app store optimization quickly. And if you want more videos like this, or like the app teardown or live streams, make sure to subscribe to the channel. I'll see you next week.